care what you heard. Don't care what you heard. I'm taking it all because I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of my podcast, Unleashed. And uh, again, from my Spotify and other platform listeners, I'm now on YouTube as well. So check this out if you want to see the actual video of this interview. Um, and today's special guest is actually from my own hometown. You're from Houston, I believe, right? Yes, sir. All right. What so what? So if you would like to introduce yourself to everybody, uh, what is yeah, it you do? Go ahead. How's it going, Kai? Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, so I own uh, Airport Daiquiris. Um, also own another business called uh, Money Market Financial Services. It's a tax tax office. Um, so, you know, multiple businesses and, you know, we, you know, I'm involved in different real estate things, uh, investments, uh, you know, just trying to move money around. A lot of people, you know, they don't understand that, you know, just cause you get some money, you have to let it sit in the bank. You know, you have to make that money, make you money and you have to do it fast because every day you live in your life and that money is going down in your bank account. So if you're not putting money back in there or figuring out ways to invest your money to to have a return in six months of fifty thousand or seventy-five thousand, then you're you're not really doing business. You're just you're just running a business. Uh, and it took me three years to realize that. At least three years to realize that. Um, and and it's just it comes it comes with getting in, getting in there and having to work your ass off and, and sweat and realize like man, this isn't what I signed up for. You know, I'm a business owner. Where's the business at? So. You know, as a business owner, you got to go find business. You got to go network. You got to, you know, you got to get on podcasts with cool people that that, that have a following, and, uh, like you, Kai. You know, and, uh, you just you, you have to network. And, and I don't usually do these things uh, because you know everybody always talks about you know don't give free game to people. And uh, I give free game all day. I don't usually do it on a podcast, but uh, I would do it in person to anybody that needs it. You know. Uh, now, if it's a business person that wants to make money with my knowledge, then yeah, of course, we're going to sit down and have a business meeting and you're going to pay me for my knowledge and, and we're going to keep moving and we're both going to benefit from the meeting. Uh, so, I mean, that's, that's just kind of uh, what I got going on right now as far as business. Um, you know, if you got any other questions, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here for them. Awesome, man. So, uh, Airport Daiquiris, what is it exactly? Uh, when did you get the idea and where did it start? Airport Daiquiri started uh, 2017. Uh, we, me and my wife, we, we decided uh, that she loves daiquiris. And uh, around that time, I, I used to drink a lot. You know, she, I would always tell her, I want to open a bar. I, I want a bar. Uh, I want to open a bar. She's like, no, you drink too much. You just go party it up. And just, no, we're going to wait. We're going to lose money. And she was right, you know, I, I promise you she's right. <laughs> you know, she was right the whole time. And, and, you know, now, you know, I don't drink, you know, uh, I, you know, I rarely drink. I may drink some champagne to celebrate something, but, you know, I don't drink a lot anymore. Uh, so now, it's, you know, three years, you know, we decided, okay, let's, let's put this thing together. We started going to New Orleans and uh, Bourbon Street, and we started uh, taking our teams that, you know, that we had at the time uh, down there to, to go party and hang out and, and get the feel for what what airport daiquiris was going to become right you know because the heart of daiquiris is from new orleans you know and you know it's five hours away you know a drive from houston and we would do that drive at least you know three times a month just to go down there and, and figure out how we were going to build out our store and, 
and what we're going to do. So, you know, the, the point of it is, is if, if you want to start a business and you want to, you want to start, start selling a product, do research, you know, go, go and do your research, invest your money in yourself, invest your money in your time uh, to what you are trying to learn. Because a lot of people don't learn what they need to learn when they start business. They think, oh, well, I'm going to learn as I go. Yeah, you will. You will. You will for sure learn as you go. But how much money will you lose along the way? You know that is the that is the key now. You know, so if if you already research, you know the game. Then when the game comes at you, you're going to be ready for it. You're going to be ready to play it. You know, and you're going to be able to play it as a star, not as a as a role player. You know, you're like, oh, I already know this. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. So, you know, we we started it three years ago. We came in. You know. We came in strong. We had a big marketing plan, uh, street marketing plan is what cell uh, marketing people will call it. Uh, you know, now that I know what I know now, three years later, you know, marketing is different in my mind now uh, because I took, made it a point to say, you know, marketing is very important to any business that you you are, you're trying to start or trying to grow. You have to market your business. Uh, you know, what, what is it becoming? Airport Dacres is going to become one of the biggest daiquiri spots across the country. Uh, we have a big plan. We have uh, big goals for airport daiquiris. Uh, we have one in Houston right now next to Hobby Airport. Uh, Hobby Airport flies in about 15 million people a year. Uh, we are now going to open up one next to McCarran Airport here in Las Vegas. We'll McCarran Airport has uh, 51 million passengers a year. So, you know, if you do the numbers and you do the math and you do the projections and forecasts and all that, you know, you will see like, okay, well, we are making a big move for airport daiquiris by coming to Las Vegas. And it's not going to stop there. We're going to go into California and we're going to be in LA right there on Melrose or Fairfax or something. That's the next step. So, you know, it's just going to keep going and airport daiquiris is going to be your daiquiri spot. When you get off a plane, any major city in the United States, and then you know once the franchises start growing, they're going to be all over the place. Uh, so the the goals are big, the, the plan is big. Uh, you know, everybody loves to drink and have a good time, and and, and you know daiquiris are, are, are a great thing to, to do that with. Uh, they're they're a different. It's a different vibe. It's a different atmosphere. It's a tourist drink, and that's what we really want to push is. We are airport daiquiris. Where you, wherever you're coming from, whatever you're doing, you're going to stop at your airport. And you're going to stop by airport daiquiris. And you're going to start your weekend. Or you're going to start your your business trip. Or you're going to start whatever you're doing there. You're going to start your trip with us. And that, that is our goal. That is the plan. That's the concept. Nice man. Uh, so you said something interesting there. You said uh, you, you know street marketing when you first began, and that's something that I want to talk a little bit more about because a lot of people. Um, they think marketing, you have to have like thousands of dollars to start, you know, you have to uh, buy all these courses, take all these seminars, you have to, you know, spend a ton of money. So what about for the people? Did you have that money to spend in the beginning? Or was it just you were? Uh, what was your background? Like, was it more you already came from a more wealthy place? Or was it more you started kind of started from the bottom? What, what was that like? And what were some of those street marketing? So started from the bottom started, you know, like, you know, people, people, you know, you know, living in your car at one point, you know, like, you know, you go to hotels and different things because you, you, you made, made the wrong business decision, you know. So, you know, and along the way, you, uh, 
I'm sorry. What was the question again? I got lost in that one. <laughs> just, just the uh, just the, the street marketing. Like, what was the way uh, of that you got your name out there, your brand out there, your restaurant out there without spending like so, thousands? And so, so you're gonna spend money. You you may you may you know whatever your budget is is your budget. You know, in business, you should have budgets. You should have a marketing budget uh, annually, quarterly, all that stuff. You should create that. You know, think about all the money you're spending. Uh, on nothing, you know, on stuff that means nothing uh, when you can invest in marketing. And people don't realize that until it's, you know, sometimes too late for businesses. So uh, the, the marketing, uh, you, don't, you don't need a lot of money. Like, so what, what we did is I got a social media influencer and he, in the area that we were opening up, I got, I got him and I said, look, you're gonna be my promoter. Uh, I'm going to pay you X amount of dollars. You're going to, you're going to push. He had about 250,000 followers. And so he started pushing it on, on, on the South side of town of Houston, where we were opening up next to hobby airport. And, you know, we gained a lot of following, you know, across, you know, uh, you know, through all his following bases of Facebook, Instagram, you know, Snapchat and so forth. Uh, he had a lot of people following him at the time. So, you know, I invested I invested in a person, right? Uh, if I could do it all over again, I would never do that again in my life, right? I would always invest in myself. I would always invest in my ideas and on my brain. But at the time, it worked. You know, we got a lot of followers. We opened up uh, the store with maybe like about 9,000 followers on our Instagram page. And, you know, you know, we look at some of these daiquiri spots that, you know, they've been in business three, four years and they barely have two or 3,000 followers, you know, but they didn't invest in they didn't invest in marketing to be able to grow grow their social media platforms uh, where we did you know we took our team to the hottest nightclubs in Houston and and we you know we spent money and and you know we had the DJ shout us out and you know we re we really so that's what I mean by street marketing so we really put a street marketing team together where we we're out with airport daiquiri's merchandise on uh we're running around with hoodies and everybody's like where do y'all get those we weren't even open yet you know and they're like what is airport daiquiri's you know we did this for like about nine months before we ever opened the doors mm -hmm. so you know when it was time to open you know we killed it you know the first year we killed it you know made almost half a million dollars you know and uh you know it's it's just up it's just up to you what you put into your business it's like it's like in anything in life you know you you got to work hard. You know, I'm going to say that probably a couple of times throughout this thing. You can't skip that and you're not going to ever skip it. Uh, I don't care what anybody tells you or what anybody shows you on social media. You'll never be able to skip the grind. You know, I, I can promise you, I know a lot of business owners that, that made it and a lot of that didn't. And the ones that did, they survived the grind. They survived it. They, they figured out how to take a loss and bounce back you know, not to take a loss and lay down and say, you know what, I, I'm going to go get a job. You know, I, I can't do this. This isn't for me, you know? So, you know, it's, uh, marketing is key. If you're not doing any marketing, you're, you're wasting your time, uh, with whatever product or business or whatever you're trying to sell, you're wasting your time. You need marketing, however small of the budget it is to the biggest budget you can, you can make for it. You know, our budget, hopefully, our goal next year for airport daiquiris, our budget will be a hundred thousand dollars for marketing. Mm. So after, after almost three years in three years of being in business, our, 
we have we we are going to build a marketing budget of a hundred thousand dollars just to just on billboards and marketing and, and social media platform posts and just different things that is going to be our budget our budget was probably maybe five to ten thousand when we first started you know so we built that over the years and we continue to grow it and make it a point to grow the business that way so now now this you know when we when we're able to get to that hundred thousand dollar budget you know what happens to the business now the business it changes you know everything changes now now everybody is seeing your logo all over the place and when that happens then you become mcdonald's and you become starbucks and you become wendy's and you become a chain that is strong and no one can no one can stop you no one can knock you down because you're too strong yeah, so where did you get your business skills from? Because this is another thing I talk about in this podcast a lot. We obviously weren't taught these things in school. You know, a lot of times, often our parents didn't really teach us this because they didn't know either. So where did you get your business and uh, investing skills from? Was it, did you have previous businesses or was this your first one? Or how did that, how did that start? What was your growth like and journey as a businessman? So business for me started when I was probably maybe around, 10 11 12 years old so my my family i didn't come from uh, a wealthy family my my dad was a police officer my mom worked for the state so we didn't my, we didn't have and, and we had uh nine brothers and sisters you know in a four-bedroom house so i didn't come from a lot of money i didn't come from a business family i didn't i didn't go to business school uh but what i did do is i put myself around a lot of business people so when i was young my aunt and uncle, uh, they own video stores and dollar stores and uh, pizza huts and just different things. Well, I was always over there with them because I liked that. I liked their lifestyle. I liked the way they lived. Uh, you know, they, they had a nice house and nice cars. They had a limo, you know. So I'm like, man, I got to go hang out with these people, you know. So, you know, those are my, you know, my cousins that I grew up with. And uh, so I would be at the store with them, you know, late nights and two in the morning, they're leaving the store with, you know, $5,000 cash. And they're like, here, you hold it. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. Like how they leave $5,000 cash, you know, like, so, you know, that's when it really hit me that my parents weren't doing what they were doing. And uh, they weren't parents like they were parents. And it wasn't nothing against my parents. You know, that's just what they, they that's the way they were brought up. That's the way they learned. That's what they knew. Uh, so, you know, I was learning something different on the side, you know, I was always that kind of person. I wanted to learn more. I wanted to know more. I wanted to figure things out. Uh, so uh, once I learned that from them, you know, I started working. And once I once I graduated high school, you know, I, I was in I was in trouble a lot and doing a lot of bad things. I didn't. I wasn't a good kid and graduated with honors or nothing that. You know, like you know, there's <laughs> a lot of funny, funny stuff, you know, that, that I went through that could have put me in a different direction than what I am in now. Uh, but when I graduated high school, I, I went, I started working in the refineries and odd jobs, different things, warehouses. And, and, you know, along that 10 year, 11, 12 year journey, I learned that I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't belong and I didn't belong there. You know, I didn't belong I needed to be doing something different, you know, and everywhere I went, it just wasn't for me. And I was trying to find it, you know, so, uh, you know, my wife, she had, she was doing uh, taxes with her mom at the time and uh, for like maybe four or five years. And uh, I was like, we need to open a, a tax spot, you know, let's open our own tax, tax office. So 
she didn't want to. It took a couple of years to, to for her to, you know, of course, leave her mom and, 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 you know, whatever. So we ended up opening our own spot and, you know, we did the same thing, street market. And, you know, we, we you know, what we, what we learned from that first business is what we, you know, used in uh, with airport daiquiris and uh, had a market, you know, even with our, our, our tax office, we really don't market like we should. Uh, which is going to change this year. We are uh, we're actually revamping some marketing for that. It's just we have so many clients, and it's it's becoming a, a real struggle to really keep everybody happy and keep every without having to wait. So without having to hire an extra five people and deal with an extra, you know, whole five more employees, and uh, you know, it, it's just sometimes business takes you in ways you don't know you're going to go. You know, you don't, you know, like uh, I'll be honest, I want to get out of taxes. You know, want to get out of that business. I want to sell it. I want to, you know, that's that business is a million dollar business. You know, anybody can buy. You know, you know, give me, give me two million, you can have it. You know, and you're gonna make that back real fast, and you're gonna be making profit real fast. You know, and that and that's business. That you know, you you can't fall in love. You you gotta you gotta understand the goal is we're gonna we're, the goal. My goal in business is to better my lifestyle every year. So that's my goal you know, better my family's lifestyle every year. You know, I don't need money. I don't, I don't need to, uh, I'm not, uh, I don't need to go get anything, but my job is to get better. And, and the only way I'm going to get better and make more money at, with my businesses is to set goals for myself to say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to get this next year. I want an airplane. I want, I want that airport daiquiri's private jet sitting at Hobby airport or at McCarran airport or at LAX, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I want. That's the goal. That's the vision you know, and, and people laugh, you know, people have been laughing at me about daiquiris for the last three years. You can't, you're going to sell daiquiris, you're going to make money selling daiquiris. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of people that opened daiquiri spots after we did, you know, uh, people that called us and like, hey, can we have a business meeting? And, and we sat down and we helped them. You know, did we charge them? Yes, of course we charge them. There's nothing free. We can't, I can't give you everything I, I got in my mind for free. You know, I can't give you every step, but you know, there are key points to becoming a business owner and becoming a successful business owner. And, and I know them all now. I know how to be a bad business owner. I know how to be a good business owner. I know how to be a good boss. I know how to be a bad boss. Uh, so, you know, training, training employees and training and training people on life. That's what I do. I'm a motivator. I'm a hustler. And I'm going to make sure that if you're around me, you're going to succeed. You're going to get new things. You're going to buy new things. You're going to you're going to better your life. And the people around me, they, they've done that along the way. You know, people that aren't with me anymore, it was nothing personal. This is business, right? The only way to grow is to keep moving. And sometimes when you keep moving, uh, I, I was telling somebody uh, yesterday, he's having some issues with, you know, with just staying focused and clear. And, and I told him, I said, you know, think about it. You know, you, you're running to a cliff right now, you know, and there's, a, there's an opening in the cliff. On the other side, you can make it. But you got to run really fast and really hard. And when you run really fast and when you run really hard and you jump, you're going to make it to the other side or you're not. You're not. You're either going to succeed or you're going to fail. But I never once told that guy that he was going to be able to take anybody with him. So when I had to, when I told him that when you jump, you can't be holding nobody's hand because what's going to happen? Y'all, are gonna, y'all ain't going to make it. You got to jump by yourself, you know? And when you jump by yourself, then boom. Now you realize like, okay, you know what? I don't, I don't need anybody. All I need is myself. 
I don't, I don't, I don't need any investors. I don't need somebody trying to get a part of my business. Uh, I don't need that. I'm jumping and I'm jumping by myself. It's my, it's my journey. And if I take somebody on it, it's because they deserve it. They earned it or they paid for it, you know? So, you know, that, that's, business is, is a tough business. You know, they talk about swimming with the sharks and all that. It's, it's, when I tell you that's a hundred percent true, it's a hundred percent. I seen them. I seen the little goldfish swimming around. I used to be the little goldfish, you know? So, you know, now I try to help the little goldfish. I try to help them because I know they're investing their whole life savings, you know, into what they're, what they really believe in. And sometimes, you know, just cause you invest your money doesn't mean you're going to win. You know, I've learned that, you know, I've left, took a little, I've taken losses before and, and it, it made me become who I am now. It, it, it made me a mean, mean, firm, uh, business owner that, that, you know, you can't, you can't take no shit from nobody. You know, if you take shit from one person, you're going to keep taking shit from everybody. And, and at the end of the day, if you're taking shit from people, it's because they're getting money. They're getting your money out of your pocket. Your job as a business owner is to create a product, create a brand that can get money out of the consumer's pocket, correct? So we have to stay in that lane at all times. You know, we have to always be doing something generated towards the consumer, the person that's cons going to consume your product. And, you know, a lot of people, people get caught up in, in, in different things in business, you know, when the customer is the most important thing. If you, if you can't please the customer, you ain't going to make any money. I promise. I promise. So a lot of the times these businesses don't make it because their customer service is bad. You know, how many times you go eat and you're like, you're like, man, I had the worst experience in the world. I'm never going back there. So how many times does it happen in a day in your business? Right. You know, with the same employees that you're paying, that you're paying to give these customers a bad experience. You know, it, it's, it's a lot to it. And, uh, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta, you gotta market your business and keep pushing and, and don't stop. You can't, you can't stop. When you stop as a business owner, that's it. You, you, you might as well sell your businesses, retire and go play golf. You know, that's what I'm waiting on. That's so <clears throat> we spoke briefly about uh, some of the difficulties that, you know, you had as businessmen. So what are some of those? Because obviously we see a lot, especially in today's social media age, everybody wants to portray themselves like I'm so successful. I have all this money. I'm so rich, but really it's nothing like that. So, and, and, and even if somebody is like, has that type of money, um, a lot of people don't see that struggle and all the difficulties of getting to that point, you know? So what were some of the struggles you had to deal with from when you first started to maybe even struggles you're dealing with now? Shoot, the first struggle, the money, any struggle in business has to do with money, right? You know, uh, money is everything in business. If you're not making money, you're not going to win. You're not going to be happy. You're not going to succeed. And, and no one's going to be able to eat, you know? So the focus is money, you know? And the focus is, is you got to have a passion to get that money, right? So a lot of people are like, oh, you talk about money. I say money because money comes from the business, right? So you get the, you set up the business and it's designed to make money. So I'm not skipping the business part, but you have to be passionate about your business to, to even make any money. Right. So it's like me, like I live in Las Vegas, you know, I have a store in Houston. If I don't go to Houston twice, three times a month, I will lose probably 10 to 15,000 a month. Mm -hmm. That's crazy, huh? It's crazy. But I'm not the only business, business owner having to deal with that. There's business owners that are at their business every day and losing money. 
from employee customers or employees or whatever's going on, you know, stealing or just whatever, right? You know, uh, giving products away, giving things away that, that and you're losing money daily. Uh, track your money. If you're a business owner, you need to track every every cent down. Like, do not do not lose money. Like, as a business owner, what I know now, you have to track everything inventory whatever you're selling you track it you don't let nobody take advantage of the money and hard work that you're putting into your business and and the products you're putting there to sell and you're not making your return on it uh that is a key to business and that's any business that's not just that's not just daiquiris or whatever that's that's any business that you even uh, you, you take any chance on uh the struggles and the struggles are struggles, man. Like I didn't, I didn't go on a vacation for two years. You know, I, I, my family couldn't go on a vacation for two years. And a lot of people are like, Oh, well, what, what's so wrong with that? People don't, and not everybody takes vacations. Well, when you take vacations every year, you know, that, you know, like that is important to you, you and your family, you know, those are things, you know, your kids don't get to get everything they want to get. They don't get to buy everything they want to have. And, you know, and, and sometimes that's good. But sometimes, you know, as a parent, you want to be able to give these things, but, as a business owner, when you make sacrifices, you're not making a sacrifice just for yourself. You know, you're making a sacrifice for your whole family when you when you put up three hundred fifty thousand, four hundred thousand dollars into a business and, and and hope and pray that we're we're gonna we're gonna win, we're gonna make money. You know, so uh, you know, people always ask me, well, you know, how much do you owe in your business? Do you have any partners? You know, I don't know anything on my business. I've had everything cash. You know, the only thing I do is lease a space. I lease a space. Uh, but, you know, I own everything. I can sell everything at any drop of the moment. And and, and my business is worth money. You know, it, it, on paper, the business is worth money. So you have to get your business to, to that point to be able to say, I'm not struggling no more, right? You, your business has to be good on paper, right? Because if, if you can sell it, then you can make money. If, if your business isn't good on paper, you can't sell it. You're going to struggle with that business till you figure out, how to how to sell it you know and you're not going to sell it for if you don't if your numbers aren't right you'll never get the money you're asking for it you have to you, you have to you have to take that stuff serious and people people don't they just like oh well i made 500 bucks in cash today or i made seven seven thousand on credit cards and 300 on cash or whatever they're looking at it as money you know you have to look at it as this is you're either gonna, you're going to struggle if you don't take care of this money right so you know, struggling, struggling is different for different people, you know, like, you know, it, it's the struggles is, is, is having to work 16 hours a day as a business owner and maybe not make no money, right. For a week or two. And, and you're working, you know, hundred hours a week, you're working like a dog, you're tired and you don't, you're not getting a paycheck, but everybody at the business is getting a paycheck. Right. So that's where the struggles come in and you're like, man, well, how do I, how do I make money? Right. What do I do next? Like everybody's getting paid. I, I'm, I made a hundred bucks this week and I'm the business owner. How the heck does that happen? So, you know, well, you better go look at your payroll. You better figure out your payroll. You better get behind that bar. If you're it's a daiquiri spot, you go work the bar and make, make the money instead of paying somebody. Right. So, you know, as business owners, you have to find solutions. Uh, a lot of people, Everybody learns how to find the problems. We all can find problems all day long, everywhere we go. But can you find solutions? 
you know, the successful business owners find solutions. And, and me, I, anybody comes to me with a problem, employees, whoever it is, uh, I don't even, I don't even address the problem. The first thing I tell them is what is the solution? Because I don't want to talk about the problem no more. I don't even want to talk about the problem. I want to talk about what solutions that are going to fix that problem. And that's what I can help you with. Cause I can't help with problems. If you're worried about problems, you're not worried about solutions. So I worry about solutions and, as a business owner, that's what you have to do. That that is that's some fucking key shit I just gave gave you right now. Solutions, not problems. And yeah, you're saying a lot of good shit in this podcast, man. So uh, I appreciate you coming on again. Um, but was there was there any point during your journey as a businessman um, that you wanted to give up? And like, what kept you going if you did want to give up in certain times? Like, that's something I talk about here on this podcast. Is a lot of people give up way too soon. You know, they expect things way too fast. They don't realize it often takes years of hard work, you know, consistency and keep going and you'll lose friends. You'll lose, you know, you'll sacrifice a lot of things. So was there any point when you wanted to grow up, yeah. you know, give up? Yeah. Was there any point you wanted to give up uh, and what kept you going during those times? So giving up is, is never even a question. Like you don't even, you know, like as a business owner, if you have that in your mind, you're going to, you're going to fail. I don't, I will never, I will never lose because I'll never give up. You know, you heard that before. I'll never give up. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a damn ping pong match, right? That's just in my blood. That was where I was raised, um, competitive. So giving up was never figuring out. So along the way you lose a lot of things and you, you don't give up. You never give up the goal, right? So you might have to give up employees, salaries. You might have to give up uh, your time and have to go into work. You never give up what you invested your whole life for. You know, you never give up your investment unless you know that you can't make money. And I did that. I had a concrete construction business and I partnered up with the guy. So we'll get into that too. I partnered up with the guy and he had a lot of promises and I was, uh, I was part of it. And I said, okay, I'm going to invest in it. And, I lost a lot. I lost about almost a hundred thousand on that deal. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but what I did was I betted on somebody else. That's where I fucked up. I ain't gonna lie. I'll never in my life bet on somebody else. Never again in my whole life. Never, 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 never. I don't give a damn how good it sounds, how much money you're, you're going to give me millions. I will never in my life bet with, bet with anybody else. Never. Unless it's on paper and I know I'm going to get probably about two million, three million, something like that. That's different. But like when you're starting a business, you bet on yourself. You know why? Because humans will let you down. It's, it's ugly. It's an ugly thing, but humans will let you down. And it's not, it's not even about that they wanted to. It's just life. Life happens to us. And sometimes we go through things and people go through things and you end up losing, losing focus, you know, and it's okay. You know, losing focus is okay. Uh, you just got to figure out how to find it back. You know, I just sometimes, you know, along the way as a business owner, you learn that when people lose focus around you, you can't, you can't go try to keep making them, making them get focused. You can't, it, it, it's, you cannot fix somebody. They have to fix themselves. You can give them, you can give them some games, talk to them, you know, guide them. Yeah. But after, after a little bit, after a couple of times of telling them the same thing, now they have to go figure it out. They have to go learn it from somebody else because they don't want to learn it from you. You know, they don't, they didn't want to hear it from you. So 
you just got to let them go. And along the way, you lose people, you lose friends, you lose people you thought were family, you know, you, you lose those people. And, and at the end of the day, what you really learn is they were never really friends. They were never really family. You know, they depended on you for a, for uh, money to, to live the life that they're living. And I depended on them to give me pay to do a job for me, to help me. Right. So along the way, you can't get emotional in business. There's no emotions in business. And once you realize that, then, then a lot of things come easier. You know, like I'm not saying I'm a, I fire and get rid of everybody. That's not what I'm saying. Sometimes you, you have to look out for yourself, you know, like, you know, at one point I was paying probably $150,000 in salaries and, you know, to, to, to certain, you know, to, you know, multiple people, you know, totaled up to that. Uh, and then I really looked at it and I said, well, what are, the, what are these people really helping me do? What are they really helping me accomplish? You know, after three years, I had to reevaluate it and say, you know what, like I'm always in this bind or this hole. Well, if I had that extra 150,000 in my pocket, all I got to do is just go to work and work. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to go to work and work and I'm going to make 100, 150,000 extra dollars this year. And I'm going to be able to do everything I need to do for, to keep, continue to grow these businesses, right. Instead of having to still be in the same hole. So, you know, those, some of those employees are with me for five, six years, you know, like they, you know, they, they grew a part of, you know, they were a big part of the team, but that doesn't mean that they have to stay forever. You know, nothing lasts forever. Businesses don't last forever. Uh, people learn from businesses. I ha I've had multiple jobs, you know, I've had multiple jobs and I've learned a lot of things. You know, you can throw them in the forest and I'm going to survive, you know, because I know a lot of different things that I chose to go learn. You know, and a lot of people, they're like, well, how did you know that? I chose to go learn it. I chose to read that book. I chose to read that article. I chose to go to that seminar and listen to that guy. I chose those things. You know, it, you know, I invested in myself, right? I invested in, you know, my brain, my knowledge. And, and now, like, the way I feel is like there's not a – business is a blueprint. Like, once you get the blueprint to business, you're good. You're in. There's <laughs> – you got it. There's no, you can't fail. If you fail, it's because you just stop working and you don't care. You know, once you get that blueprint and I got that blueprint, I got it. It's, it, it took me, it took me a lot of years to get it and figure it out and learn it and figure out how to say, you know what, this is what I got to do right now. And boom, make an extra two, 3000 this week. Oh, well, let's do this. To, let's do this this week. Let's market this product and let's make an extra 4000 Right. So now I know how to do these things where before you're like, damn, we're not making no sales. What do we do? Well, what are you not doing? You know what I mean? Every, everything is on this cell phone. If you don't know something, it's because you don't want to know. You, you want to know marketing? Get online right now after this damn uh, podcast and type in on your, on your search and say, I want to know whatever I want to know right there. And you, I promise you, you can read about it and you will learn. It's that freaking simple. Well, then it goes back to that whole, they don't want to, they want to skip the hard part. The hard part is learning. You know, the hard part is, is, is hitting your head, you know, a couple of times and, and being like, damn, I didn't, man. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's part of the grind. You know, uh, we're going to, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun next year with airport Dackers and we open the McCarran up, uh, right next to McCarran. It's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome, man. So uh, there's a couple more things I want to ask before we start wrapping this up. 
because uh, I have a lot of business friends that watch this. I have a lot of, uh, you know, obviously employee friends. I have a lot of people thinking about starting a business. Um, so for you, what is it that makes a good boss or leader? Because obviously I can, we all know, like we all hate, majority of us have hated our bosses, have hated, you know, the manager. Uh, we see like the manager isn't really in our corner. You know, they won't really take up for, you know, the, their, their employees. They're, you know, they're talking bad to their employees. They're just kind of seeing them as, oh, you're just replaceable to me. So what makes a good manager or leader or boss, in your opinion? Hey, I'm going to give you the best one right now. That's a good question. That's a good question. So what makes a good manager or boss is someone who can build a team. That's, it. that's, that's the key. If you can build a team that can actually produce for you, you're a really good manager and you're a really good boss. If you can't build a team and you have a, and you have a bunch of employees that ha all have uh, different goals and different personalities and different ways of moving, you, you're not a good boss. And you know why? Because you hired all those people. So it starts with the hiring process. It, you have to screen people before you hire them. Like anybody can can you have to you have to create your own interview that matters for your business. Right, you have to create an interview to match matters for your business, not an interview that you took off of, of, of the internet. And like, what questions do I ask? Right? Yeah, I'm not saying you can't do that. Start with some of those questions; those are good. But you have to create an interview for your exact business, so people will you can get the information out of them without by just asking them the business questions that that you have for your business. Uh, you know, I just we did right before this call. I was on a inter FaceTime interview uh, for a bartender in Houston uh, that we just hired. But we FaceTime interview. We you know we have face-to-face uh, -face interviews. I want to know how you talk. I want to know how you interact. I want to know how you're going to speak to the, to my customers that I've been I've got to come in there for the last two and a half three years that, that I make sure that they have good experiences there. You know by the people I hire. So if you're not getting what you want out of the people that you are working with because I'm not saying I didn't say the people that you are managing or telling what to do I said by the people you are working with right when I go to Houston and I go over there I don't go over there as a boss I go over there as a teammate we are a team the team goal is to get money if we're not all getting money then we're losing somehow we got to figure it out right so you know I look at different totally business totally different you know like you know now than what i did back then like back then you just hire employees right no you got to build a team where did i get that from i got i get that from jeff bezos i get that from the guy uh what's his name ma ma his name's ma from the guy uh, jack ma alibaba right yeah jack right? ma so these guys they tell you you have to have a team like i'm not getting this because i created it is a blueprint to business you have to go find it you have to figure it out you have to learn it and you have to go you have to go through it you can't it's you're not going to learn it overnight no one does you, know, you have to go through it put yourself around business people this right here this is this is like to me like this is gold you know what we're doing right now for you to be giving this to the your following that is that that makes you like a hero to me you know what i mean because for someone to actually, you know, invest their time and put this together, you're a fucking hero, bro. Like the shit I'm giving you right now is is crazy. Like 
if they apply one or two things to the business after this, like they're gonna call you and be like, bro, that motherfucker knows what he's talking about. You know, and, and I and it ain't because I, I I'm cocky or nothing. No, I invest in my I've been investing my life in becoming who I've became. You know, I get my ass up in the morning, I work out, I work out hard, I, I shit, I I'm on my phone, you know, my, my job is a lot on my phone. So uh, as soon as I get up, I work out, I'm, I'm shower, I'm boom, breakfast, and I'm on that phone, and I'm working, I'm having, you know, spend some quality time with my family, boom, now I'm on, it's on. You know, interviews, meetings, uh, FaceTime, Zoom calls, all this all this stuff we're doing right now, the same stuff. This is my daily schedule. Where before, what I was doing 10 years ago, I would get up at six in the morning, I would go to refinery, and I would go into these gates, of hell and I would sniff all the bad chemicals and shit <laughs> you know that's you know that that's what I did and I don't knock anybody for doing that they make a great living they work hard and I respect them, you know that just wasn't for me mm-hmm. sorry it just wasn't for me and uh you know it's okay you know uh you can you can want more for yourself you don't have to the problem with the education system is they tell you to, to become an employee they are training you to become an employee. No one teaches you business skills. No one teaches you anything. And when they tell you, oh, we're going to we'll offer you business, well, what do you, how much do you have to freaking pay for it at college, right? And then you're in business. You're in debt with, with loans and business loans and all this stuff. To me, the U.S. has a – the government is uh, has the biggest Ponzi freaking scheme in the world, education. That's their Ponzi scheme colleges right they have colleges all over the damn place they create colleges all over the place right so the reason why is because they make money because people are going to pay to go get education and 99 of the time they probably won't even use you know i know so many people that have college degrees that don't even use them because they can't find a job in the field or it's hard or 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 their fields capped out with people right now and they have to wait or they have to start from the bottom and make nothing with the degree just to be to be able to become a, a manager or boss one day mm-hmm. so you know when i teach my kids it's business stuff. it's not it's not you know yeah they yeah they do school and they're they're educated they learn multiplication and all this stuff you need to learn but at the end of the day like that's not that's not making them become who they are becoming what's making them becoming who they are is the business advice they get daily from the parents you know the the life lessons that they learn daily that we don't allow them to get away with just because they aren't privileged kids now, you know, or, you know, that, you know, but you got to remember they didn't, they didn't come from that. You know, my kids have went through the grind with us from nothing to where we are now. So, um, you know, they deserve it. You know, they deserve it. And I, and I, I, I want to give it to them because they stuck by me, you know, like no matter what, you know, even when dad says no, you know, like, they still start by us, and that's key, you know, so now it's like, all right, let's go, let's do it, let's, where y'all want to go, what do y'all want to do, like, y'all, y'all were down for me, I'm, I'm down for you, so along the way, what you learn is those people that were down for you, they were really down for you, you know, and those are the people that you have to really hold that bond with, and really, really try to push them to success, you know, and uh, the people that don't, that didn't make it, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, they're going to find their own success. You know, they're, they're, they, people that come around us and, and, and our businesses and employees, they don't learn just business or they don't learn just how to pour a daiquiri in a cup. 
people are learning life lessons and they're learning uh, skills that they're going to last forever for a lifetime. You know, we don't, we, you know, my goal is to motivate you and, and if I can motivate you and, and turn you into a hustler and, and somebody who wants to, wants to go after a goal, then, then I did my job. You know, I did, I did my part because when you leave me, you know, like I already know I, there's people that have worked for us and own their own businesses now. They learn from us and they went and opened their own businesses. You know, I'm not mad at them for doing that. You know, like more power to you. Good luck. You know, like I understand what it takes to be a business owner. So taking that, taking that leap, right? You take that leap. Yeah, you gotta leave everybody behind. So, uh, so I don't remember the question. I'm just random. <laughs> it's all good. So that, that was actually the uh, the last topic I wanted to bring up because uh, we spoke a little bit briefly before this. And I want to talk about your uh, your parenting style because I said this before. You know, you're you're an awesome father, man. Like a lot that. of times, a lot of times, what I see is I call it baseline parenting. And baseline parenting to me is like, okay, let me push you to school. Let me make you get a job. You know, I'll pay for your college, and then you figure out the rest of you know after you graduate. Try to figure it out on your own. A lot of kids they come out of high school or college and they're like, okay, what do I do now? I don't. How how do I do my taxes? How do I get a house? How do I you know do my credit? They know they're they're missing like so much in life, and you uh, it's active parenting is what I call it. Seems like you actually take the time like you you don't just listen to the school like a lot of parents they listen to the school and what the school says about their kid like hey your child is this your child has a problem with this your child is whatever and he's talking too much. Instead, you take like an active like what can I do for you what can we do together you know you're you're my children I'm here for you like. If I don't know the problem, I'm going to solve this problem and help you solve the problem. I'm going to do what you, uh, I need to do as a father to help you succeed. So where did that come from? Is that something that's your, your own upbringing or was that something you learned on the way? Um, and what are some good parenting uh, skills that you want to pass on to other parents to help raise you know, their children in the most positive way that they can? I like the number one saying that, you know, that, that I say is like, you know, be the parent that you didn't have growing up, you know, the parent that you wanted growing up, that you needed, right? So, you know, that's how I raise my kids. I raise my kids to know that when they need me, I need to be there. I need to, I need to, I need to talk to them. I need to be a part of whatever's going on because a lot of times in life, all these kids are going through a lot of things and the parents are not involved. They're not, they're not a part of it and they can't help them. They can't help them get through it because they're not a part of their kids' lives. Uh, I mean, you know, it's, you know, it's like parents, they will text their friends or boyfriends, girlfriends a hundred times a day, but they won't text their kid one time, you know? So uh, it just becomes a priority. You know, what's your priority? Like, uh, is your priority as a parent, I'm gonna kick my kid out at 18 after they graduate, they gotta go, they gotta get an apartment or whatever, or is your priority, you know, my goal is I had these kids and uh, it's, they're my responsibility and what they become is what I made them become. So it, 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 it's, so I take full pride in what they're going to become and what they're going to have and what they're going to be as adults. Uh, a lot of parents are, they try to hide things or try not to, try not to, not to attack things uh, that are risky or, things that they really don't know how to talk about. And I feel like that is the worst mistake, you know, you can do because like my kids, you know, my kids, you know, they, a lot of people were like, oh, they're going to be bad kids and they're, they're around all this stuff and drugs and 
parties and all this, you know, like parties in LA and parties in Miami and, you know, and, and, you know, like they had their own outlook on it, you know, on things, you know, you know, and I just feel like everything that my parents tried to hide from me, I found it, you know, I found it. I mean, let's be honest. We find we everything they tried to hide, we found out. So my approach is I'm not going to hide anything. You know, I want you to I want you to be educated on everything that this world has to throw at you. And if I can do that, then we ain't gonna have no problem. We ain't gonna have no no major issues. You know, so the major issues come from uh, like you know lack of communication. You know, it's, that's that's at the end of the day, that's everything is communication. You know, it's like even me, I try to work on being a better parent. You know, when I get up in the morning, I try to hug my daughters. And, you know, when I see my son, they come downstairs or whatever they're doing. Hey, how you doing? So I give them a hug. You know, you, you have to be want to be a good parent. You know, you just it's not, it just don't happen on accident. I wish it did, you know. Uh, but, you know, the, my kids are they're they're uh they've seen a lot been around a lot they know a lot they know a lot of business they've worked in a business they've worked in businesses they they uh they have jobs they basically work for the businesses they have jobs they make money uh my son's 15 my daughter's 17 they make an income for themselves already you know by working and doing doing whatever we need them to do for the businesses uh so a lot of parents they want to use their kids like the slaves right Oh, go do this, go do that, go do this, go do that. You know, it's like, yeah, that's cool, but that's not why you really had them. You know, like, okay, if you want to use them like that, why don't you reward them? Give them a reward. You know, don't make them feel like they're your slave because now when they, when you tell them, when you're trying to tell them something important, they're not going to hear it, they're not going to listen because they're like, oh, I'm just their slave anyways. What the hell, you know, I'm just going to have to go get their soda in a minute anyways. You know, like, so if you create that relationship with your kids, whatever you create with your kids relationship that is the way the relationship's going to be you know my kids they can tell me anything we can talk about anything uh, you know we we're talking about lebron james uh, son getting caught smoking weed on he's you know he sent it to he put it to a story and everybody you know and uh when i told them i was like you know you don't think lebron james knows his son smokes weed like do you think that's a secret yeah <laughs> this guy you know he has enough the son has enough uh, balls to put it on and to send it to his close friends, you know, like that know his dad or, you know what I mean? Like, so what I tell them is like, parent, your parenting is all in how you want to parent. Uh, my, my job as a parent is to not be your friend, but we, we're going to be real close and real tight where, you know, I have your back and I know you have my back. And once, and once you get to that point with your kids, like, you are gonna you are gonna be able to excel. You're gonna be they're gonna be able to help you in whatever you're doing. They're gonna want to help because they know you're working hard and they know you're doing good things. You know, it's relationships are everything, and your kids' relationships is the most important because you know you are gonna get old and you ain't gonna be able to walk, and they're gonna have to push you around. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so to wrap all this up. One, one last question. What is your specific definition of success? And what are some specific keys that have applied to you in your life to gain success? Success is, uh, 
success is happiness. You know, it, it's, you know, I can tell you money, right? You say, you know, it's about the money, but you get the money so you can be happy and do things you want to do so you can be more happy, right? So I feel like success is, you know, you get to a point where you're happy, your family's happy, the people around you are happy, uh, and, and and you get up and, and you can you can live live a day live every day with with no with without knowing you owe somebody or or you know you screwed somebody over or you did bad business with somebody like when you can get up in the morning and and, and say you know what like I don't I don't no one's calling my phone on about about no BS everybody's calling me for positive stuff you know your days are gonna go good you know you're gonna be a happy successful person. Uh, I mean that at the end of the day, anything other than that is bullshit. It's bullshit. You, everybody's trying to be happy. You know, you want to be happy, and the only way to be happy is to make everybody around you happy. And you know, the the, the keys to that are you got to have passion, you got to have dedication, and you got to be willing to take a risk. You know, those are the things that that I do all day long. I'm passionate, dedicated, and I'm willing to take risks myself you know those are the keys to a successful business owner awesome man well, i love it well that will be the end of this episode uh for everybody listening again on spotify check out the youtube if you want to see the live video of it and also uh manny where can people reach you and uh if you want to put out your social media or your websites or anything like that so uh follow me at airport daiquiris uh on instagram Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can also, if you want to follow my personal account, uh, it's uh, Airport Manny at Airport Manny, and uh, I got a CBD business as well. It's called F12 Cannabis at F12 Cannabis. Uh, what else we got? And uh, Money Market Financial Services. Tax season's coming up. Everybody needs their taxes done. You do not have to come to our office. You can email your documents. We do everything uh, remote. Uh, so, you know, we've been in business for uh, almost 12 years now. It'll be 12 years this year. And uh, look forward to continue to do good business and you know, gain more clients. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you coming Appreciate on. you having me. Yeah, appreciate you having me. Thanks a lot, bro. Awesome. I hope, so this, I hope this really uh, helps everybody out and, your business owners and stuff that need uh needed advice i hope I, I was able to accomplish something for you today and uh reach out to me uh and uh if you have any more questions appreciate it awesome all right everybody else thank you very much and take care